If you haven't noticed, everything is horrible. So if you want to retain any last sliver of sanity, you should probably get some earbuds to block it all out. And hey, maybe you already have some, but life is impermanent. So go to tweakedaudio.com and grab a backup pair of durable, tangle-free, and noise-canceling earbuds in one of seven styles and seven colors so you can drown out the sounds of the dystopian hellscape that is everyday life. Again, that's tweakedaudio.com and use the offer code GEEKBOX at checkout for 33% off your purchase and free worldwide shipping. Hey everybody, this is the Comedy Button, a show we've been doing since 2011, thanks to the support of many people who listen to it and occasionally give us money for reasons. If you would like to help us keep the lights on and keep making this stupid, terrible show that you continue to listen to for reasons we're unclear of, head to patreon.com slash comedy button and kick us a buck or five bucks or really whatever you can help with. We're still going to keep doing the show for free, but you can get ad-free versions or access to our whole backlog of movie commentaries and bonus episodes and all kinds of deleted trash that we thought was a good idea to put on the internet. Again, that's patreon.com slash comedy button hello and welcome to the comedy button i'm your host brian altano and with me is scott bromley birthday. ryan scott nothing but net and our very good friend jared petty returning to the show oh thank you for having me good to see you thank you for inviting me this was one of those wild twitter exchanges where i meet the real world like celebrity brian altano on twitter and then he invites me onto his podcast (laughs) This was a this is a good I was you know I try not to be big time people too much but you <laughs> yeah know. no well, you and I've known each other for it, god what's uh, 6 7 six years, 78 yeah. 9 Let's see you were you were the features editor on my very first IGN's features Is that true? Um, yes I was uh, I was writing guides at that point <laughs> and I did a review for GameSpy and then you had a bunch of commerce features you needed somebody to write these are these big experiment commerce features Yeah and so I wrote a we're going to put money. Amazon links in articles yes. What if what's articles? up with money What if articles were profitable <laughs> Yeah, so it was all about uh, writing about things that you could buy that were related to, like, Comic-Con. Or I can't remember. Yeah. Different events. and Next Buy thing, a yeah. shirt. Yeah. And so you would click on something, and then get dragged into this deep web of affiliate links, and then hopefully years later, the fucking dog food that you put on your wish list <laughs> would go on sale. You'd pop in, and IGN would get about 11 and a half halves of a cent. Wouldn't but you? it was it was pretty cool, because you let me, like, pick hey, out. Gamers. Like, you gave me a theme, and then I just got to pick the yeah, things that yeah. I thought were neat. Yeah. And it, the theme was a day. And so it was like, hey, gamers, do you like to wake up from your purple mattress <laughs> and, <laughs> and set out into your kitchen for a nice bowl of Pop-Tart cereal? Oh, yeah. man. Beautiful. Good. First, you always have to put on a five-pack of Hanes shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And Everybody then don't loves. forget to use your Mentadent toothpaste and your Sonicare toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> it's just links. You know, like that—that's—it's such a parody now. But I wonder when the first time somebody actually did that was. Like, where was the first real audio recording or real video that had those dubbed in? Somebody came up with that idea. Like, uh, the, before it was a joke. Somebody was like, "This will revolutionize marketing." I'm yeah. sure it was Ted Turner around the time he was colorizing <laughs> Casablanca. Where he was like, "Nah, you know what I need to do." You know I what think, I need to do? I need to put some of them nudie movies on my on my network, on my super station. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. What if we uh what if we uh, uh drew a little bikini on them titties? What 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 is it? Every 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 five minutes after the hour. That was a big innovation. Yeah. Right? TBS, twelve oh five Eastern, eleven oh five. That was annoying. Well, the idea was you tuned into another network, you watched the beginning of a show till they went to commercial, and then you would switch over to Superstation to see what was on, and he hoped you would stay. Yep. Yeah. I'll tell, uh-huh. you, I'll tell you what, yeah. that's how I do it. I'm like the Wendy's of hamburgers of television. I don't cut corners. Wasn't that? <laughs> was that was that five minute? Was that five minute plan to like undercut? Other channels. That basically? was the idea. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it was put in. It was like you'll watch the beginning of their show. They always cut to commercial. 
So you'll switch over to TBS to see what's on. Right. I'll tell you what else. And I'm then you'll do. just forget about what you were watching. Yeah, that was the idea. Yeah, it was. Uh, also, you were talking about the square. I'm gonna take over. I'm gonna take over the Southern Wrestling. Uh, <laughs> we're yeah. gonna call it WCW. I, I remember him. I remember him from wrestling. Yeah, yeah, that was a very. He did WCW. Billionaire Ted. Atlanta, Atlanta Braves. That was Atlanta that was Braves was thing. him. Yep. And the, it worked. The entire American Southeast. If you're a baseball fan, you're a Braves fan. I told, TBS. Him, I because I told you guys TBS. about the the WCW taping I went to at Universal Studios in like the early. 90s no, right. but I can't believe you got to go to the yeah. Universal Studios version yeah. of so, Monday Nitro. Super Whoa. fucking weird because it's like when you're at a theme park, right? The, you don't you don't really be like, oh, I'm gonna also be on a t- go to a TV show tape. Okay. But Universal's whole thing was just like the magic is happening here. Like we're filming shows on the uh, lot. Was it Universal? Yeah. I thought it was MGM. I thought it was Disney. Was it MGM? I thought it was MGM. Interesting. Yeah. For WCW, for WCW, I think it was. I think it was MGM. Interesting. Maybe it was. Uh, so me and my brothers and my parents went to this taping and it was like it was these dudes like Dean Malenko and a bunch of other weirdos and they were um, they were so WCW back then was so like there was no like gray area where people were like he's a heel but I like him Um, WCW they were like but it was before the outsiders came exactly yeah and so it was just like really it was like not juvenile but it was like really almost like oh it was juvenile yeah but it was like professional wrestling yeah completely juvenile oh watch out it's the yeti but it was also like just a guy wrapped in mummy paper they they effectively had the same like storyline rubric as like a sitcom where it just yeah. got re, re, you know a race yeah. at the end of every, every episode and so they didn't really have like feuds and Did stuff you say going rubicon yeah. rubric, oh, rubric. Yeah. I, thought, I thought you i thought you used another one of the incorrect words no. instead of rubric no definitely. stanley rubric the yeah. famous yeah. the famous wrestling right. director ruby kubrick yeah. yeah they have great cheeseburgers <laughs> um no, so uh, they're like, hey, uh, uh, this Dean Malenko is going to come out right now, and people don't like him, so when he comes out, everybody boo. Oh, wow. And so he walked out, and we were like, boo, we hate you, Dean Malenko. And then they're like, Sting is going to come out now. Everyone loves Sting. He's like a crab or a man or a scorpion, and no one knows. He's mysterious, but you must clap and cheer. No, he yeah. wasn't he, mysterious back then. He was like from Malibu. Oh, he was like Chris. Well, what was, year, what was, year was this? <laughs> This was Early this 90s. was this is when Sting had blonde okay. hair. So this yeah. before he became the crow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So this he, was blonde hair, happy Sting. Woo! Yeah. And he yeah. had, he had like he had like pink kiss makeup, kind of. Yeah. You know, he had like a half yeah. moon. Wait, did you just confuse Sting and Ric Flair? Well, because Sting would also do the. Woo! He did kind of a do a. He did more of like yeah. an owl's coup. Yeah. Yeah. And then he became. Then he was put on like like a black jacket and became like trench coat man yeah. and dressed like the yep. crow. <laughs> and, and he was so, up in the Raptors. And so this is with, with yeah. fucking <laughs> just what's that? A zip line? Bunch, of, bunch of birds on him up <laughs> yeah. in the Raptors. Well, that's a, you, you ever heard Riker tell that story? <laughs> no. About about his girlfriend, him going to Hood Slam and looking for his girlfriend when they were still dating and looking up in the Raptors and she was dressed as Sting, looking down at him. That's when he knew he was in love. Wow. <laughs> Did she no. have like? Did she have like a stuffed vulture on her arm? I'm pretty sure that was Riker. I don't. Damn, I don't Riker? think I'm making this up. Fuck, man. We got to get back. That is so elaborate that your girlfriend is lost, and you would think to look up to the rafters, and there she. I want. I want to know how long she was standing up there, dressed as Sting with well, a bat. Uh, yeah, I, long, I, I don't long enough, Scott. Wrong, but I believe this long is enough. Told it, so. mm-hmm. Wow, that's amazing. Wow. Yeah, that's right. No, so I just remember thinking it was super weird that, uh, like, basically there's no booze in there. Mm-hmm. And it was mostly children and their parents, and they, it was completely like, stand, like you clap for this guy, you boo for this guy, and then it just ended. Well, they had um, to tell him that because no one in the audience had ever seen wrestling. Yeah, right, ex- 
exactly. Yeah. And then like a year later, I went to a WWF thing where they started doing like Monday Night Raw and all that shit. Attitude and, era. And that was, yeah, that was just fucking like, there was like guys in their 50s who were drunk and they were like 500 pounds and they're like tearing through these t-shirts and they're just crying, slamming beers against their heads and shit like that. And it was completely like nebulous of who was a good guy or who's a bad guy. Like good guys would come out, people would boom, and bad guys would come out, people would cheer. Now like, this yeah, is early I, night. Was not, are, are they greasy yet? Is everyone covered in perpetual? They always were. Greasy? They always were. Yeah. Yeah. They always were. I mean, like I went to Super Brawl eight in uh, at the Cow Palace in San Francisco, and that was ah. like deep in the in the at the pinnacle. It was it the the main event was Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hogan versus Sting when he was in his yeah. crow makeup. Is it this okay. is the WCW? WCW. Oh, man. That, I mean, that was like. But that's when that's when WCW is eating WWE. Oh, totally. Lunch. And yeah. I just remember. Like, my friends and I went to the concession stand before the main event to purposely buy as much food as possible to throw into the ring. Oh, oh my right. God. And the ring was fucking disgusting by the end of it. Jesus. So people were just hurling full nacho plates into <laughs> so gross. Some poor guy had to clean that. Oh, yeah. That's, that's it was disgusting. Just no, like, you know, actually, who did it was uh, Sting's birds would come to <laughs> The end of the match and just pick. pick they would, it no, they would just make Disco Inferno do yeah. it. So here's a here's a true story about birds indoors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my uh, my dad is a pastor. I, I was a pastor. My dad was a pastor. My dad's dad uh, was a pastor for a while uh, because. And your dad's dad's the, dad the, was a bird. Uh, <laughs> that's the story about birds. My dad, growing up in his uh, in his church, somebody got the the brilliant idea that on Easter Sunday they should release doves inside the sanctuary oh, no. uh, when they're talking about the resurrection, and the doves are going to come up and and be beautiful and all that. And it actually worked out really well. Like they opened this the box. Your, this is your dad's idea. This is my dad's dad's idea. So my What's grandfather your... is probably like thirty at this point. My your grandfather like, John Wu. Yeah, my my dad's <laughs> like exactly. <laughs> So they release my grandfather John Wu releases the doves. They fly in Pastor John Wu Petty. You're not that far off. Uh The doves go into the rafters. It's wonderful. It's beautiful, etc. Except that the church has rafters. And so the doves are up there and the doves do what doves do and they start crapping on the congregation. Hell yeah. This is one of the churches that has two morning services. I don't know if you know, guys know this, but a lot of churches will do like an early service and a late service. Yep. They release the doves during the early service, and then it occurs to everybody they had no plans on what to do about the doves between services. Right, because there's no way to get them down. Right. There's no way to get them down. They thought they would lure the doves down. Where did they think the doves <laughs> well, would go? And the doves are up there, and they're, they and like, we live here now. They put like bird seed down, and the doves would come down. But that, and then the they could just pick them up with their hands? And the doves weren't having none of it. The doves right. are up there crapping. So between services, they can't get the doves to go down. And finally, my grand father and my dad walk next door to the parsonage and get bb guns hell yeah no walk back over to the church and while the crowd is waiting outside on easter sunday to go into second service my dad and my grandfather sneak into the back of the church and shoot the birds out of the rafters with bb just guns. like the lord intended just yeah. as the lord intended and then haul them out before second service beavis and butthead Holy are not shit. real they're so, cartoons yeah. <laughs> So there was, was some John Woo in there. Was there blood? Was there like blood and shit? Well, like, yeah, I imagine. I mean, birds are not especially like they don't pop very often. I've only seen one bird pop. Right, ever, but I feel like if a bird—that's a weird sentence. Um, yeah, if a yeah. bird. I, I saw a bird a seagull some Alka Seltzer. I've seen birds no. like fly full speed into windows that they thought were sky. Yeah, yeah. and they just <laughs> explode. It scares the crap out of yeah, you. It's it really scary. Yeah, I, I, I actually <laughs> I like those videos where a pitcher like hits a bird flying in yeah. front of the ball. Oh. 
yeah, it where... just explodes. Yeah, yeah it was Lord. Why can't I remember the big unit's real name? That's the guy that that did that. Uh, uh, the, uh, the big hurt. You mean crud? No, no. That, that he was a pitcher for the Diamondbacks forever. Right, right, right. Name. I remember uh, him. The, big tall. He was oh, like yeah, Roger Clemens. He was like nine. No, that's no, a different. Barry well, he Bonds. was too. Actually, Clemens. I Nolan think. Ryan. But this guy was like nine feet tall and had like perpetual like grease oh, mullet. Oh, uh, uh, Daryl Strawberry. No, that's another guy too. Uh, Will Clark. No. Joe Montana. No, also Mr. Not. Met. No. Kim Kardashian. Candy no. Maldonado. No. Major League. Kevin no. Mitchell. Baseball players do have some pretty great names sometimes. My favorite one, all-time Satchel Page. Raleigh what a great Satchel Page is a good one. It's Raleigh Fingers is a good one, too. Yeah. Who was the guy with one arm that used to throw his... Uh, Dave Dravecki. No. Wait, are you not Something making that up? Dave no, Dravecki was the guy who pitched his arm off. There was a guy... There was a He literally pitched his arm off. Really? He, Randy he Johnson. That's a tall guy. Uh, I oh, Rand, dude, that guy was a Wait, giant <laughs> piece of shit. That guy Wait. looked like a giant piece of shit. Hold on. There was a guy who, what, his arm came off in the middle of a game? Yeah, he, he dislocated his... Uh, his arm, he eventually had to have it amputated. This is but different. He pitched, he pitched his arm right <laughs> well, off. Didn't he have cancer in the yeah, arm? Yeah, Dave yeah, Dave Drabecki. Yeah. This is yeah. different than the man I'm talking about. The man I'm talking about <laughs> had one arm and he had like a nub on the other side and he used to flip his glove in. He would throw the pitch and then flip his glove in the air and catch the glove on the good there arm. There was a guy during World War II that played pro that way. I know. Really? Oh, Ozzy um, Smith. But I forget to do his name. That is not Ozzy Smith. <laughs> he would do the backflips. Yeah, he would do the backflips. He was he was uh, the Bo Jackson sec- second greatest Yankee shortstop Dan. of his era after Calrim. Yeah. Um, God, that's amazing. So, did the people who come in for church two know anything <laughs> about the dead birds? Unfortunately, uh, well, they tried to keep it quiet. So, I mean, apparently, no. Uh, the, the only reason I know the story is because my dad and my grandpa told them about it, but they hauled like the birds out of the back. Oh my god! That's all I know about the story. We Come here, but it is, you know, there, the are, there are guns and doves involved. So kind of is John Woo. Jared, you were probably yeah. wondering why we always have dove on Easter. Yeah, <laughs> tell you what, we got a taste for it. Got a weird, a lot of weird Not, stories. In about nineteen birds. tickety two. Did you guys ever eat them? What the doves? The, yeah, I didn't eat doves. Would you no. eat dove? What I? Yeah, I did dove. I mean, it's just a pigeon, right? Probably, yeah. I've had pigeon before. Yeah. You've eaten pigeon? I've never had I pigeon. Ate, I ate pigeon in Morocco. How was it? It's weird. It's, it's, it's just like, like a bird. It's just like kind good of mealing and gamey. It's fine. Yeah, it's okay. good. Yeah. Uh, most, most meat I've eaten I like. like. There's very few dead animals I won't eat. Yeah. I mean, birds taste good. That's why they're hard to kill. Because yeah. that's a good flavor. I like rabbit. Rabbit's really good. Mm-hmm. I really love rabbit. I would eat rabbit all the time. Yeah, I would too. Horse yeah. is really good. We've talked about that before. I have not eaten horse. Rabbit, like, it's just one of those things where, like, every time I see it on a menu, uh, I order it because uh, you don't see it on a lot of menus. Hardest part about yeah. eating a horse is getting all the peanut butter off its gums. That's true. Nah. That's true. And sometimes his shoes end up in your plate. <laughs> I had uh, I had raw horse. That was that was interesting. Yeah, I think I would. You had horse sushi? Yeah. Sushi. Horse sashimi. Yeah, it was good. It was really pretty good. Yeah, I regret not ordering that when I was yeah. in Tokyo. It is I, not, if I saw it on the menu, I'd say nay. Ah, there you go. <laughs> well, it's not just That's a novelty. That's a tale I don't like, need. It's, it's, I could totally see if people could get past the stigma. Horse is so good that like I would elect to eat horse if it were in grocery stores. Why so you, you think- would say it's a main course. Ah! That's yeah. really good. Yeah. I'm hey. impressed. This yeah. uh, we're <laughs> off. We're off to the races. Oh, let's hoof it to the yeah, store to buy go. some horse oh. meat. That that took it down. Uh. I was like that moment, in Ricky Bobby, where he's like, you know, all that great stuff that she just said. You just 
You just made it not great. <laughs> That's what I do. So why do you think people don't eat the horse? Is it because he's a good friend to ride? He's a good car? I think because we like to brush their manes and, and ride on them while smoking cigarettes and be cowboys. And, and So you think if a cow had a woman's hair, we wouldn't kill it? What, if cow had a woman's hair? <laughs> I think if a cow looked more majestic, we'd be much less likely to eat it. We tend to eat, here in the United States, we tend to eat ugly, dumb animals. Yeah. Like the what, what rabbit? Well, Rabbits are adorable. But we don't eat a lot of rabbits. Yeah, we don't eat that much. We eat pigs. Pigs are smart, but we don't like to think about how. But it's not. It's not considered like so, horses are considered some like a, like a taboo kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, here, the, rabbits are not. Well, no, rabbits are not considered taboo here. I think that's because there weren't a lot of wild horses around to be shot and eaten. Mm-hmm. Whereupon wild rabbits were kind of a thing around here. I mean, there weren't even horses in America until right. you haven't brought them over. That's yep. true. Uh, and there were herds of wild horses eventually, but it was way more useful to like capture a wild horse and, and tame it than it was to shoot it and eat it. And that's what that's that's the trick that cows should do. They should go to the wig store. They should all get women's wigs and put a bow on top, and yeah. then people would be like, "It's time to kill you and make cheeseburgers," but I yeah. can't because you look like a beautiful hey, woman. If, if it worked for Bugs Bunny to not get shot, it'll that's work true. for a cow. That so. is true. I was uh, I've got a I got an annual pass to the zoo. I know the animals always come up so on the show. Fucking jealous! I want that so bad. Why don't oh you just God. get one? That's so far away. It's it's like fifteen no, it's minutes from here. That's so far though. It's so close. Uh, it's really close to where See, we're sitting. See, Brian, you get to go to the zoo all the time now because you have Babby who I, loves yeah, the zoo. I do. I follow the San Francisco Zoo on Twitter. They're fucking great. They just post. They put up pictures of random animals. They'll be like, "Oh, look at this fucking orangutan today. He's really hanging in." Oh, there. What's your favorite animal at the at the San Francisco uh, Zoo? Ooh, I mean, the, tough, I love the call. I love the goat because he's an asshole. <laughs> oh, oh, the goats over the, in the petting zoo. Oh, yeah, God, there's yeah, a goat in the petting zoo. We've we talked. We Max and I like. We were like top five drunk um, for uh, for like we we all went there together and we were we were basically just like standing in this goat's face and he was just like Fah! and we were on the floor laughing like which, it was, which goat was this uh, I don't know he's probably dead I don't know how old goats Black Philip they live a while Black Philip <laughs> beautiful my uh, favorite is uh, Eva the uh, the giant anteater um, Eva the anteater is great you ever so, seen that bird? or Evita Evita the anteater Evita have Evita. you ever seen that bird there that looks like f- some shit from Avatar oh that thing the What's giant the f- one yeah it's like seven feet tall and has like a blue head yeah and its feathers look like fur yeah yeah it's fuck it looks like you made a like dr seuss made a nonsense animal and yep. god was like oh it's, it's, an, it's real today it's australian yeah and uh it, it, actually i was just there the other day and it was right up at the fence hanging mm-hmm. out like eyeing me the next time like, you go i want to go with you i really like that place yeah i love it too I, well i mean let's when you want to go let's i don't know let's make a I, date. I always said that you and I should go, and I'll bring my baby in the stroller, and then people will think that we're like a married couple. Be I'm really good funny. with that. Yeah, I'm good with that because we'll we'll took we'll look like two bears, two <laughs> big bald fuzzy bears. Are you a bear? Or are you more of an otter? I actually asked a gay friend of mine about this recently, and I found out I'm an otter because okay. I'm not I'm not a bear and I'm not a cub because like. I'm, it's this. It's the same way where like sometimes I'm a large, sometimes I'm a medium. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of a, I'm a large, you know. I'm definitely a large. I, I think yeah. I think I fall in the bear bucket. Yeah, you're definitely a bear because you're big enough for it. But I, I think I was on the road to bear when I was heavier and I lost a bunch of weight and I'm not a bear anymore and I'm too. I think I'm too old and still too to begin the training. Too old. old. Yeah, and a two a little rougher on the edges to be a, a, a what is it a cub? Mm-hmm. So so I'm an otter. So I've got the facial hair and I'm large and but I, what I don't have is body hair. I'm like pretty much hairless. I don't have a of lot of it. Yeah. So okay. I don't, I, so that would I think that excludes us from bears. I don't know how that works. But the thing is, like, if if I put like suspenders and a trucker hat on you and nothing else, people would be like, I want fuck that bear. Do you think so? Yeah. But me, they'd be like, you're not a bear. <laughs> You look okay. like you look like a guy trying to sneak into a bear convention. Like it wouldn't work for me. Okay, I, I'm in a weird spot. You know, I was actually like 
kind of disappointed because like I was talking, I was talking to my friend and, uh, he, he came out a couple years ago. It was really funny cause he, um, I was trying to set him up with, uh, one of my wife's coworkers. Okay. I'm like, she works with this amazing woman and you blah, 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 blah. And he was like, I'm, I don't want that. And I was like, why? I was like, incredulous. I was like, I'm trying to set you up with this great girl. And he's like, I'm gay, you idiot. And I was like, ah, oh, God damn it. And then I was like, now that I have you here, am I a bear or a cub? And he's like, you're an otter. Wait a minute. <laughs> I, I'd like to stop right here. You went straight from him, your friend, telling you, eh, I'm gay. That's why I'm not interested in this person. Eventually. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Straight to, while well, I've got you here, what, <laughs> no. like, which genre classification of No, like, no. Was, I, we, we got to that conversation eventually. Okay, because the way you told the story, it sounded like that was, that was like, <laughs> like, no it segue. Seems like, it seems like you left a little friendship yeah. there in between. But I had to learn what an otter was, um, which ah. I'm still not sure what it is, but I was like, that's a, that's, it's, I didn't know that, like. You're a manatee. Well, that yeah, I was like, I was, I was really interested that we jumped, we jumped to two, we jumped to a, a different animal species entirely. Well, I think that otter, as it's been described to me, is kind of like, uh, and when you watch Guardians of the Galaxy and they talk to Star Lord and they're like, "You're one sandwich away from fat." Yeah. Like and better groomed, yeah. Like that. That's the otter classification. Like kind of cute and like smaller, but you, you little, also cuddly. Yeah, little, little doughboy. I had someone describe me as like you look like if like Bruce Willis stuck around till last call, and I'm like, <laughs> I'll take that. I'll definitely. I'll I can definitely see you just sitting in a bar and just like raising your head and being like. They call him Mr. Glass. Yeah. Where exactly. do you, where do you fall in the zoo animals? Do you go, Ryan? Do you go to the zoo? He doesn't go anywhere. Well, uh, I've not been to the zoo since we went together. You don't go to the zoo for fun? I mean... I go to the zoo when, when I'm we, depressed. When, Me too. When we went to the zoo, uh, all of us, I don't know. That's probably the first time I've been to the zoo since I was what? a kid. Mm. Oh, God. Did know. you enjoy yourself? When yeah. You no, it was, it was fun. It was good. What keeps you from going back? I I don't know. I'm I'm that's not one of those things that pops into my head when I'm like, what should I do today? Ah, the zoo. That I don't know. Oh, Why? Okay, that's I think that's we just have different different. I mean I have no nothing against the zoo. Do you have I, a, I, do you have a zoo near you now? I think there's a zoo in Fresno. Okay. Okay. I think yeah. you should go. Gosh, you were closer so? to Fresno than San Francisco at this point? I am about a half hour from Fresno. What do they have what? at the Fresno Zoo? Is it like a car full of bees? <laughs> like what what Maybe. exhibits do they have? Why how do you do this? That's amazing. This is my one commute. If we were like living in like Connecticut, you'd be in like Atlanta. Yeah, coming up I, here. Seriously, <laughs> this seriously. is my this is my one commute, and I, it, it, it it you know it just wow. it's, it's justified. It's mm-hmm. incredible. You know, yeah. Wow, that's 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 absolutely amazing. He wow. comes here to tell us about all the things he doesn't do. <laughs> well, okay, so, so what about aquariums? Where are you from aquariums? <laughs> he loves oh, aquariums. Aquariums are great. Yeah, he okay. goes to the Monterey Aquarium every year. Yeah, I love that. Well, aquariums. not every. I mean, so we've been just, there a few times. That's just the fish zoo. Huh? Yeah, it is, Uh yeah. So if you like aquariums, I think there's a very good chance you'd enjoy zoos if you go more. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. you yeah. might be right. Yeah, it's like it's like an aquarium, but all the animals aren't drowning. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love the zoo. I genuinely go there. Like when I'm in a funk, I'm in, I'm depressed, I'm upset, I'm like angry at the world or some shit because uh, people are terrible for the most part. Uh-huh. Um, I have an album called Misanthrope, uh, and also when you get to the zoo, the people are happy and the animals are fucking insane, and that's great. And they're cre- they're great. I love animals because it's like every four feet they're completely different. And people like you could you be on the train you look around you're like you're not like everybody's different you're like everyone is the same they're miserable and they're staring at this rectangle in their hand and they all want to die got it but then you go to the zoo and like 
on one side there's like hey it's a turtle and he's just fucking old that's his job and then you go over <laughs> here and you're like this rhino has bashed his head against the wall so hard that he's his brain exploded oh and then down here you're like this is a camel and he just stands there, and I, he might want to die too. But there's a different <laughs> painting behind him. And over here, there's like 15, uh, you know, fucking dolphins flipping over each other. And down the hall, there's like like two elephants, and then there's this tiger that's pacing around because he has a four foot cage to live in. And once every nine years, he jumps over this fence and eats a kid. The, the zoo is <laughs> oh, crap, the zoo is dude. great. Oh, and you know what? I the, take the it back. About We've been to the children. zoo with our nephews. <laughs> Okay. We okay. have, yeah. So you should go to the zoo with your nephews, Brian and Jared. Would you go for, like, the <laughs> Trampledorian, like, human in the zoo? You take, like, Slaughterhouse-Five, kill, you know, uh, 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 Kurt Vonnegut, and you're kidnapped by aliens, and you're put in, like, the people zoo. Yeah. Like, could you do that? Could you be a people zoo person? You mean like, jail? Like, be in jail? No, like, in people zoo, like, you're, like they come, people come by and, like, they watch you. Like, they put they put uh, Billy Pilgrim in the alien zoo with a uh, uh, an adult. Uh, adult film actress, mm-hmm. and the two of them lived there together for several years. How much yard time do you it? get? Huh? How much yard? Time? Yeah, this still sort of describes jail. Well, I, it, it's, do we get a ball? It. Like you're outdoors. I mean, there's like a fake indoors, but you're in an outdoors. You get a ball, and you get like he got like a TV with like a picture of a western, like a cowboy tape okay. to mm-hmm. it. Okay. Now, uh, further question, because um, I have read the book. Yeah. Um, is uh, is in this scenario? Yeah. Is the adult film actress into us for us? Or into us because she's paid to be into us. Well, in this story... Uh, no, Mon- I, I know how it the, goes in yeah, the story. Yeah, the actress Montana Wildhack and Billy Pilgrim fall in love. Like They, they Correct. become very, now, very attracted to one another. Initially, uh-huh. when we're locked in, in this zoo, is she there because she's in the same situation I am and we fall in love because we're both in the same situation? Or is she there... Because she's being paid to fall in love with me. Uh, is this like a Truman the, Show thing? I, I, what are you, I'm very the lost. first scenario, she, I'm getting, like I'm you, getting to my next question. has been kidnapped. She and you have been okay. kidnapped by aliens All right. so we're and in placed this, in a, in okay, a so in we're alien in this, Okay, so we're in the same situation. Yeah. Is there, there, the woman has been kidnapped like by aliens. Are you a bad enough dude to rescue the woman? Now, or? I have a question about this as well. Yeah. Uh, the aliens viewing us in the zoo, are, do they look like humans? Can I see them, or do they look like aliens? They look like aliens. They, you can see them, and they are Tramphalodorians. Okay, so they won't like if I so what if I have if I have like one like one or twelve times where I have like real bad sex. Mm-hmm. We'll be like, ha, loser. Uh, they are watching you have sex. Right, right, but they won't know the difference because I'm an animal. Yeah, you're an animal. Them. Also, as Billy Pilgrim, as once again, uh, uh, to quote Mr. Vonnegut, he had an enormous wang, incidentally. You never know who will get one. Yeah, but who, okay, well, good for him. But what about. So that's you in this story. <laughs> okay. And so I you, get that too. You get that too. Oh, fuck. They, okay, what kind of food do I get? I mean, you get like zoo food, pebbles and stuff. Do they have like TV? Can I watch like TV? No, they, they you don't have TV. Oh, you have like a fake TV. They paint a TV on the wall behind you because it's like it's reminiscent of something. Yeah. They're going to polar bears at the zoo and they're just like, it's the ice caps. Yeah. I'm gonna paint. Unprofessionally, walk off your podcast for a second. I'll be right back. That's fine. Do you have to go do what I was doing for the last couple minutes? I do. I think it was something in the food. Sorry, I didn't light a candle. What happened to you guys? <laughs> I had some butt problems. Did you guys both get diarrhea in the middle of your episode? <laughs> I got a cool. I got a cool bidet. If you, 
if you want to use a squirt on your bungus. Jesus Christ, it stinks in here. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you guys? Hey, you know what? The Mediterranean food, maybe they use worms this time. You think they use worms? <laughs> I don't know. Um, and the old Metatooch? <laughs> the old Metatooch. Can I talk? I want to talk about something what real quick. About? We both got diarrhea in the middle of the show. This is fucking weird, man. I know. Well, no, because I had the same. We all had the same food, so I'm just sitting here. No, you had the salad. <clears throat> I got a cross country flight tomorrow. I can't be. I can't be shitting. Ah, uh, you can shit on a cross country flight. I don't think I've actually actually ever shat on a plane. And they just really? dump it out the back. I, I no, only... it actually turns into an ice cube and it busts through a house in Montana. On planes, I don't like. <laughs> I like kind of sitting in my seat and watching movies and not really moving around. Mm, ripping uh, ripping ex- gourds. <laughs> except on international flights, I will hit like I get in the middle of the Atlantic and I'll be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to take a big shit right now. <laughs> take a big, big dump I've, over the ocean. I've wanted to just because it's doing something new. You right. You know, like, not like. It's like, not fun. <clears throat> it's very, it's very cramped. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like. Especially uh, with a real, uh, with someone who's got a dunker like mine that's got a lot of real estate. You got, you got, you got, I was just, I was in, I was in Texas over the weekend, man. Yeah. You got nothing. You I got, got you, you got, <laughs> I'm a svelte motherfucker yeah, compared you're, to you. Yeah, you're doing fucking great. <laughs> no, I read a story, I read a story actually just today, uh, not to be like a topical news. So I read a story about this like very large man that got on a plane and he couldn't get into the bathroom by himself and he asked the people to wipe his ass when he was done. That's cool. And he was yelling, uh, he was yelling out stuff like "Go deeper, get inside that big, go fucking in that hole." Yeah, I'm, cool. I almost threw okay. up. I was like eating my lunch at my desk. I read the story, almost threw up. But no, I never, I never took a shit on a plane. But like, on, I don't know. I was on a. 11 hour flight a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago and like I wanted to take I didn't even have to take a shit but I wanted to just because it was doing something different than you know watching fucking Fox Hunter or whatever yeah um, so what I wanted to talk about real quick mm-hmm. is I don't know if you if your significant others you included Ryan have caught the the wave of that terrible show on Netflix the uh, the, the the organizer lady yes mm-hmm. okay have, have you watched it Ryan I have been tentatively interested in at least seeing what the hell she's talking about. You know what first I think, of all, first but... of all, this show is a boon for the thrift store market. Yes, if yeah. you want to go to thrift stores and get shit that you've been like, "Holy fuck, someone cool just died." I mean, it's, they it's, watch it's that a lady show. from Japan being like, "Here's how to throw all your stuff away." Right. Here's my Marie Kondo. He, Marie Kondo. Yeah. Here is my problem with that. Okay. My my wife, my wife, my love, and I have talked about on this show is not the cleanest of, of people, and I am constantly cleaning up after her, has taken this show to heart and okay. said, I'm going to get my shit together and start organizing everything. I'm going to make my She's t-shirts. going to forget about that in about a week. Correct. I'm going to make my t-shirts look like Wonder Bread. Right. The, <laughs> the problem is that she's so into it, and she just has been buying all of these containers to put her stuff in. But the problem with all of these containers is that she has to put her stuff from where it is and organize it into a container that is organized. And the problem is she gets bored halfway through. <laughs> And all the stuff is everywhere forever. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's a bad spot. Yeah. So that's basically just getting more. You're just getting more stuff. It's just it's the it's the worst. Yeah. It's it's the absolute. And she's like, well, don't you want to do it? I was like, no, because the cool thing about me is that I know where everything is, and yep. if I lose something, I know exactly where it is because well, I remember where I put it. There's also like because I put it in the same spot every time. The benefit of living in a, <laughs> the benefit of living in the where are your keys? They're on the table. 
on the right side of the table next to the yeah. wall because I put them there every, every day. time. There's no surprises. And there is there are scrapes on the wall where I drop my keys because I put them there every day. The thing is, like when you live in an apartment, it, you're already you're already organized because there's no you can't just like people have houses and they wake up and they're like, oh, what do you think we should get a piano? Should we, get a, mm-hmm. should we put a piano in here? Should we get another car? You mean like how I have a jukebox <clears throat> and a pinball machine in here? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you're you're done here. Like yeah. you couldn't you couldn't fit another jukebox in here. No, you're, you're good. You're squared no, away. No, I have uh, thought about getting another jukebox, but to get rid of this and get a smaller right a smaller one that has the same capacity. Yeah, but my problem with Marie Kondo is she says you should only have thirty books. Uh, fuck that. But she sells two books. Right. So she's basically saying you, you should, should only, only have, have 28. 28 books, yeah. which is like, that's, and also that the idea that things have to bring you joy, sometimes they, sometimes things don't have to bring you anything. Sometimes things are just tools. Yeah. You know, what's cool about all these records that I have taking up a, a large, a large amount of uh, real estate in mm-hmm. my living room, they all bring me joy. Because I like to listen to music, yep. and so I could just pull one out that I haven't pulled out in a while and be like, oh, shit, I haven't listened to James Taylor in like a year and a half. Yep. Well, I, I would think the counterpoint is like these are things you, ha- you actually use these. You get use out of them. Right. Right? Like I think I, pro- I probably talked about this on, on here before, but like when we were moving out of our first apartment in Sunnyvale, mm-hmm. which we had lived in for eight years or mm-hmm. something. Where you got that cough. <laughs> <laughs> Probably there was no freaking sunlight in that apartment. But like, I was going through and being like, okay, of course well, there was no sunlight. That's where the vampires well, we, and the Hellmouth are. Exactly. Well, we duct tape the window. But you know, when you move, you kind of naturally go, "What can I throw out?" Because I don't want to have to move all this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, so I, I just, was, I just did this wedding dress out the door. <laughs> coffee stained. She didn't have a wedding coffee, dress. But I mean, coffee stained, coffee stained suit <laughs> out the door. Hey, I still have that. Venture Brothers season three ripped it. Out the door. Yeah, did, you, did, you, did, did you wear a suit when you got married? Uh-huh. Yeah, you wore a suit and you spilled coffee on it. Yeah, so they're all accurate. You got a brown suit. I spilled coffee out, out, uh, on it before I left. got it out of the store. Yeah. You, you, wait, uh-huh. you, the Macy's you, Men's Shop got a right. coffee, spilled yeah. it all over. When you went uh-huh. to the county clerks or whatever the fuck? Yeah, you with went the guy to, with the green visor looking yep. like a trying I mean, to win custody. Then he went over to TGI Friday's, got some fucking... Loaded bacon bomb. Can the, I get to what I was saying? The GIF. Well, but when I when we were moving out of I that treated apartment, my wife like a real wife and took her to TCBY afterwards. Said yeah. you can get two toppings. No, it was um, I forget the name of the place. Anyway, Pinkberry. No, it wasn't a thirty-one wasn't, flavors. You it, can get two. It wasn't a chain. Uh, I'm cooler than that. Cold Stone Creamery. I'm gonna slap you so hard. Power that. through it. But uh, I, I was going through and being like, okay, well, let me evaluate. Like, what what can I keep? What do I want to keep? What do I want to throw away? And you know, I had like my whole. How many of these fish tanks do we? <laughs> you got in the fish tanks. But I had my whole shelf. This, this fish tank is for old magazines. This fish tank. Uh, it, uh, hold on. This fish tank is just for bricks. <laughs> if by fish tank you mean bookshelf, I had my bookshelf full of like old Nintendo powers, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I, I have. I've been carrying these with me for like I have literally not removed one of these from the shelf at least in the time I've lived in this apartment. They right. have never so I sat and was like am I going to do I need these Is, what do these do for my life? And I threw most of them out. I threw are, them out. Are you Marie Kondoing right, right now? Yeah. We're talking about her. Okay, I apologize. I, but wait, Scott wait. Scott was talking about how like he has all these records and like he they bring him joy cuz he listens to them and it's like well yeah, you're getting use out of when them. When did you so, throw those Nintendo powers out? This would have been like 2014 or something. Oh, okay. I was I was about to strangle you. I was like, "Wait, give those to me." They, they were all like ratty and not really that well taken care of. 
have. Do you know? Care. I just want to read them. I flipped through. <laughs> I flipped through the last issue, the final issue of Nintendo Power the other day. I kept the first and last one. Do you know? Not not the back cover, but do you know what is on the last issue of the last page? Of yes, Howard book? and Nestor. Or Wrong. Nestor. Wrong. Or the last pa- the the inside back cover the last page. Oh, there's you- probably an ad. It's an ad. It's a third party ad for bootleg ocarinas. With <laughs> oh, that's so this, good. This, <laughs> with this like elf man. Okay. <laughs> and it's basically it's just like knockoff bootleg ocarinas, and that is how the Nintendo Power Legacy ends. It goes through hundreds of issues, and you get to that last one, and there's just this guy, and he's like, buy an ocarina, and it's yeah. with like a, a well, what's on the back what's on the very back cover i don't know like an ad for gillette or something that's shit? that's the end the, the back, back cover, cover? yeah no, no there's the another page. ad on the back yeah yeah well that's the actual end if we're counting if you're counting the ad on the inside back cover you got to count the back cover the back cover is not a page of the book it's the back cover yeah, yeah when we were the kids cover. the back cover was always the fucking continuation of the photo from the front yeah, yeah, yeah. You broke back. Hey, or, anyway, I'd, I'd like to apologize for walking off your set. You guys both recording. had diarrhea in the middle of the show. It's okay. It was it's fine. Really Scott weird. did, and he didn't even announce it. I, I don't. I don't. Because I'm a professional. It's not a video show. No one's amateur. Oh, I know, but so I feel. I feel the need to like address the issue. One, no one wants to hear about your gross poops. Well, let's say I have a problem talking about poop. Like I'm terrified of poop. Why? Like, thinking about poop. Poop bothers me. Did you me watch like Look Who's Talking Too? You're like, oh no, the toilet monster's going to eat me. No. Anytime there's poop in a movie, I have to <laughs> oh, turn away. That seems the most hilarious. Thing I'd ever seen when I was like eleven. Jared, it's okay. Brian, how have you how have you dealt with poop? Or what do you mean? You have a a baby now. Oh, with the baby, it's you just power through it. You don't even think about it. I would like throw up on the baby. Um, I, no, early on, there was once or twice I, I ran full speed out of the room, like shrieking because it touched my hand or like, you know, like you, it's just, it's not, it's not good. And but it now you're just like, I'm just going to stick my whole hand in there. I don't give a shit. No, I, I like the, <laughs> the literally pro- the problem now is that my daughter is like very fast now and she's very mobile. So I'll be changing her diaper and on the changing table, she'll like try to roll over and so you'll be in the middle of like a wipe and she'll roll over and her like ass is in the air with shit on the ass sorry honey and then she's just like all of a sudden just like upside down and you're like now there's just shit on the on your knee and on my hand and it's just so you have to you just have to be quick and you just move quick and you give her something to distract Do they have her. bed See, straps what? for babies bed straps yeah you know like like it's an <laughs> straps but you can just put them underneath the changing table like yeah, I tie probably, her arms up and tie her arms I mean, the her legs is, down the thing is like if you hang stuff on the wall and you distract them. You have to have you talk to them like they're, they're like, oh yeah, that's great. And then then you can you can change your diaper real quick. But yeah, what are you so, talking to your daughter about when you're changing your diaper? You're like, oh hey, guess what? The <laughs> you should hear about the stock market today. No, you're basically like, wow, you really did a big bag of dunk. You really did there. a big dunk today. And she's like, I sure did. What you have for breakfast? Eggs and cigars. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, nope, rice and breast milk. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you have the babies are fucking. They're they're hilarious. The, all the shit that they do and they what they eat and stuff like that. And then you just like, I don't know. You just deal with it. And again, I abandoned you guys for a second, but I, I believe there was a Mari Kondo, and you were saying something about keeping Nintendo powers in fish tanks. Oh, Ryan! Oh my has, Ryan God! Has, Ryan in his house has three empty giant fish tanks. I don't. I don't know where this old, is coming from. Full of old magazines. They they think that I have fish empty fish tanks. Because somebody uh, lied. I, lied, lied a candle. You guys are. It's fucking. It smells horrible in here. It really does. It smells awful. I could do a. I could clean a baby shit because it's new. It's. Here, it's I'll, go you get, know? I'll go get a torch. I'll be right back. It's really bad. It smells like a fucking Howard Johnson hotel in here. What was it? What was in dinner? I don't know. I'm fine. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. 
You guys are scaring like, the shit out of me. It is extremely rare for me to just be like, oh man, I gotta run. No, this happens. This happens every now and then. Max, Max actually, I think Max takes a shit. Close the door. Turn. Well, and it's kind of oh like it's God. like what happens when you like blend two wines that are never meant Why to be put together. Why is he laughing so hard? Well, we got one wine happening off camera. What in the off world? Mike, spray? Can you spray something? Standing in the bathroom, laughing. I don't have. I don't have. There's all these fucking candles around me, <laughs> and none of them are lit. Candles. I don't have a lighter. You just gotta find the smilex. What, what's happening? Can we get. Can we get some candles going? <laughs> what's wrong? It's so. <laughs> He's such a fat kid. He loves it so much. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> That's the thing. It's the opposite of you. You're like, I hate poop. Scott will yeah. run into... It's like a fireman run into a burning house over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I love this shit. Fucking smells like shit. It's a good... You know, like, people can people can deal with their own shit smells. Scott loves other people's shit smells. I can't even say my own. I mean, what are I you just... doing? What are you doing? You look like it's the fucking fourth of... What do you get? Sparklers? <laughs> He's walking around with two lit matches. What the fuck is wrong walking with you? The Light the fucking candle. <laughs> <laughs> There's one right there. There's, I see six candles. Light the fucking candle. <laughs> it smells so bad in here. It smells like ass and taters. It just it does. Fucking diarrhea twins in the middle of the episode. <laughs> no, it's just like... <laughs> it's like blending... T- it's like somebody bought like Sutter Home and like boxed wine and blended them and then drank it. Oh, just, God. And then crapped it out. Jesus it's really bad. Christ. Oh, it smells terrible. I'm really apologizing. No, don't apologize. It's just, it smells like a barn on the last day. It does. There's a, a real thick cloud in there. It's a, bit, it's a bit of a miasma at that point. Yeah, it's. Uh, God damn it. There's a, there's I think a, I'll, hold on. I'm going to take that candle for a walk like fucking an old man in a Dickens novel. Fucking J- Jake Gyllenhaal Mysterio shooting green clouds out of his hands and shit. It's just, you don't it want is, any part of this. It is fitted in here. Yeah. I mean, some of it, I, I'm doing the keto thing, and, and I'm going back through keto flu because I cheated at Christmas. Mm-hmm. So keto, the, right? Ke- keto. Yeah, because yeah. you said keto. Well, I, I interchangeably say them because I don't know how to say words. <laughs> I read words and don't know how they're pronounced, so I just make up pronunciations. So That's really okay. That's all right. Definitely. Um, yeah, God, you guys I mean, really. Ryan, where I think Marie Kondo can help you is your, your ROMs. Uh, no, those are very well organized. I think she should come in and she should be like, does she Urban sh- Champion bring you joy? <laughs> she just like delete. <laughs> I mean, that, never brought anyone joy. that objectively, the answer, the answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of those jokes that I thought of in my head like two days ago. And I was like, I want to tweet this and it's going to, it'll get 14 likes and like a sympathy favorite. And, you know, one guy will be like, I don't get it. Yeah. I, I like that one pretty well. Does this bring you, I do like the Marty Kondo craze though. I'm, I'm good with that. Like, it's, why? Cause you like going to, you like going to uh, thrift stores and getting everyone's old Nintendo powers. And there's that, but, <laughs> but also because I really enjoy putting things in boxes and Marty Kondo is all about compartmentalization and nothing on the planet Earth makes me happier than putting things in swords. Well, if you like putting things in boxes, you'll love the original version of the movie Crash. Uh, wow. When it was originally called Boxing Helena. I think about putting a woman in a box. I think you two, diaper, you two diaper boys should do a, a show where you guys go into someone's house and drop <laughs> double diarrheas. <laughs> and then they have to get rid of everything because it smells horrible forever. I would love to see that. I, I, Netflix is getting fucking <coughs> crazy now, yeah. by the way. The yeah. diarrhea diaries. They're, they're like, I was watching, like everyone else, I was watching the Fire documentary, which the, the Hulu one is better. Um, 
Oh, thanks for the recommend. I yes. didn't know which one to watch. But the, uh, the they're like, hey, do you like reality television? From Australia. Yeah. That's all we have now. We got a hot show called Yummy Mummies, which is about hot pregnant moms drinking and getting into fights with each other. This is on this on Hulu you're talking about? No, this is on Netflix oh, on now. Netflix. Okay. And they got another one that's like look at all these fucking weird uh, uh here's everyone's ex boyfriend. Now they're back and you guys have to fuck. What? In Australia. I, Why Australia? Is it like $4 a year to make a movie there? I think I think it's just because they're like, we got to fill this with programming. I know. Yeah. Is, is the what smell somehow doing? getting worse? I think it's getting worse. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like... It smells like someone shit smoke. I think the candle's blending with it. <laughs> it's like really, it's really getting to me. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are really bad. But hey, you well, fucking hell, you're next, Brian. What do you mean I'm next? I don't you know. You ate the same stuff. You ate the, all the double meat, just like these boys. I don't know. They, the thing here's the thing. This Mediterranean place, they do a big mountain of meat, and they do it with uh, like this greasy ass salad, and then this sweaty pile of rice in the corner. Right, and the food's really good. Yeah, and it's really good. Um, but the big pile of meat comes with uh, like two or three mystery meats. And one of them is like this meat L- chunk. Lamb. It's like a steak. Chicken. <laughs> and then it's like a... Whatever they, put on, whatever they put on euros. There's like a ground burger that they turn into a small right. like hamburger patty. It's and like so a Salisbury steak nugget. This time we got... Hamburger patty. Yeah. Yeah. We, got, we, got, we got a switcheroo this time. And I ended up with a salad which just has like the shaved meat gyro on it. And that's all I ate. And I ate one piece of Ryan's chicken which hopefully isn't enough for diarrhea. You guys, I think you ate the hamburger hamburger patty we did and i think it gave you diarrhea we did i ate a lot of hamburger patty oh my I, god yeah, i ate a whole hamburger patty and yeah. it is uh really giving me a nice little rumble in my tumble because here's the thing here's and i'm not i'm not from the x-files but there's a mysterious event happened twice here both of you guys took shits that were roughly around the same duration yeah yeah scott's was unannounced well i was in a hurry yeah like i wanted to get back i felt like walking off set i mean you, you know how you like you're recording like something at ign you don't just walk off in the middle of a live no stream. again but that's the benefit no. of, the, of this show not being filmed because scott could sneak away into the night and then everyone just assumed he had nothing to say for 10 minutes exactly yeah. but you were i like, do it all the I got time diarrhea. well i was just like i don't know what to do like i'm the guest they invited <laughs> I, me over I, here i'm being hosted by Last the way i contemplated in the middle of that texting brian to give him a status update I've, i this has happened before by this the way this has happened before where, where scott's got- gonna take a shit and I'm hosting the show, and I'm like, oh, I got, I got, uh, I got a fucking telegraph from the front line over here. <laughs> That's freaking amazing. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. It was like my asshole opened up, and it was crying. Just, just. What, do you, what is when that? Doves what, cry. what is that candle? Is it wood? It's a, it's a cocoa, it's a cocoa nut. What is? Oh, it's a coconut. You, I just burning a coconut in here. Is there oh, any wax in there? There's wax. Oh wax God! That smells like coconut and feces in here. Yeah, yeah it smells. It's, it's the coconut shit candle. I think you're gonna set. You're gonna set smoke detectors off. Yeah. Well, you know what. Who cares? I, it, I do think you could do like hibachi over that candle. Like that's yeah. kind of. Impressive. I mean, I could blow it out if you guys are all afraid of fire. Like, no, a bunch of little Frankenstein's. No, I'm I'm a, I'm a good with this. It, it smells fun. like you burned a like one of those coconut bras from like a cheap Halloween. But it's costume. still better than the. I can't decide if this is worse. Or oh, better. I don't know. Speaking of coconut bras, no matter who and, wins, we lose. Speaking of coconut bras and weird shit, my wife this weekend. My wife. My wife. We went to the spa. <clears throat> And, uh, why, are you, why are you tearing up plastic next to that fire over there? Because I, I want to burn down this house. Yeah, yeah, insurance money, motherfucker. This is like it's this. Is, it just keeps getting worse. For yeah, no. It's like this is like account. this is like if Killer Croc showed up in Batman vs Superman. 
Um, you thought this movie was bad. It's getting worse. It gets worse now. You First we know, had diarrhea, then we had burned coconut. We're out of melted plastic. You guys know. You guys know the wonderful uh, uh, fabric from Dupont called Tyvek. No. no, I'm sorry. Tyvek is a character in Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Yeah. yeah. Ty- Ty- the only thing I know about Dupont was they had oil spills. Yeah. Back he in pilots the, day. the Tyvek pi- fighter. Yeah, and I know that from Mad Magazine. Right. Uh, so Tyvek is number one place. For is news. basically uh, it's like a plastic paper mm-hmm. that you can that's waterproof. <laughs> yeah. So we went to this spa and on the rack, and it's been on the rack for. 41 years now and nobody's purchased it until my wife showed up and was like oh my god is that new old stock they're like yeah it is um of these things called little dippers okay which are tyvek bathing suits oh there we are so she comes out she like she brought first of all we were only there for uh two days and she brought seven bikinis Mm -hmm. and she's like i'm gonna get one more but this one's made out of garbage bags, and I'm going to wear it all weekend. Okay. <laughs> she comes out, and she's wearing this plastic just garbage bag. She gets in the water, and it immediately fills up like fucking Missy Elliott. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she's like, what? Why are you laughing? I was like, you look like a fucking Violet Beauregard in that thing. This sounds like, <laughs> this sounds like a Bjork video. Yeah. <laughs> So then, I love to swim in garbage fecal. <laughs> so, what was the appeal of the Tyvek for for your wife? Uh, that it was. Have you met her? That, that it was new old stock. That uh, it had been there since 1978, and that they had there were only eight dollars. So she bought them all. Okay. So how many does she have? Four. Four Tyvek swimming. And when is she ever going to wear them again? Never. Thank God that the only men's available was a size small for babby boys. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been forced to wear a garbage bag bathing suit for giggles for her. Oh, my God. When, when was this? This was over the weekend. You I'm know, glad this Marie Kondo thing's working out for her. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she literally bought garbage and water. <laughs> I, uh, man, I it brought her bring her joy oh, immense yeah. joy immense joy except when she took it off and she's realized that the cheap uh the, the cheap elastic from the 70s that was only meant to be worn for an hour maybe and not an entire day uh was really doing a number mm-hmm. on her thighs <sighs> it really just looked like a freddy krueger movie at the end <laughs> Now I, I unironically enjoy the Maricondo stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, I'm really okay with the whole like, hey, let's look at our lives and decide what to clean up. I mean, it, it is. I, I, this has been pointed out many places. It is the sale of the illusion of control. Yeah, like it is. It is a. But there are situations where having less or having having the right things around you can make you feel better i agree no i'm like i'm generally pretty minimalist with shit at home it's and my wife's the same way so we're pretty lucky because we agree on that um and we just moved so we got rid of even more stuff but it's been nice to see people being but now you have a baby where it's just toy explosion everywhere yeah and that's actually i love that because it's like it it shows that people live in an apartment rather than yeah. just like everything having its place. I think that like sometimes things exist be- in a space between being stored and being used. Yeah, and babies love that too because like sometimes like a thing is on the table because you put it there. It's not a plate full of old food, but sometimes like I don't know, like I my fo- I take my phone and I put it on the table and I don't use it for like two hours. Yeah, and it's like it's not 
being charged and it's not being looked at. It's just existing in this strange realm between worlds, and that's okay. That's a, that's a Zelda game, the phone between worlds. Yeah, right? exactly. It was one of those, it's one of those DS ones that nobody bought. Yeah, it was the yeah. one where Ryan tanked the score. That's true. On Metacritic. The hell? What's that? Did you tank a Metacritic score? He did. No. Super Mario Galaxy Two. What? Yeah, mm-hmm. he gave it a nine five. Yeah. <laughs> Tanked it. Mary Kondo's brother Koji Kondo did the music for that game. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It almost had. Related. It almost had a perfect. Didn't it? Wasn't it that game? That game almost had like a perfect scores. Well, that game is around Mario Galaxy Two. Way. Yeah. Well, at the beginning, it, it had a very high score, but they they tend to shoot up and then kind of fall down to their level. Yeah, but I think that time. was one where up until your review, it had perfect tens across the board. Oh, you I were mean, one of the last ones. You're I like, guarantee you, if you, if you removed my score, it wouldn't have any impact on its average. Mm-hmm. I don't know. IGN's, IGN scores are weighted. Uh, was it an IGN review? It was a GameSpy review. Okay. Four and a half stars. It would have been 90. Okay. According 90. to Game Yeah, Metacritic. I mean, it's, it's an incredible game. It's one of the best games ever. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I could see somebody. I mean, yeah, you hesitate to put that 10 on something. It's, I do. It's really, really difficult. That's true. I can count on one hand how many games I've ever given perfect What'd scores to. What did you give it to? What did you give it to? Kicks. Kicks is amazing. Batman Arkham Asylum. I love Kicks. Kickle Cubicle. Kickle Cubicle. That's a fun game. Limbo. Okay. Um, I think the original Puzzle Quest game at the time. You I gave was Puzzle really... Quest a 10 and didn't give Mario Galaxy 2? Oh, Puzzle Quest was awesome. Snow Bros. You are an enemy of the game. I want to say I gave the third Splinter Cell game a perfect score. Tank the Metacritic. Fake gamer. <laughs> Motocross Maniacs. I don't know. I forget what else. Um, you did. You tanked the Metacritic. Oh, Super, for... Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Well, that's a 10 for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that game was a 10. Princess Tomato in the Salad Kingdom. I wasn't Princess reviewing. I wasn't Kingdom. reviewing games. In like 1990, surprise, surprisingly, have you ever like just gone through your ROMs and and reviewed them all? I told them right. that's what I, I haven't. Said. Just yeah. reviewed every Nintendo game. Yeah, just I written said. a review of every Nintendo. Well, that's game. what Crontendo is playing through all the. You ever follow any of that? Like Crontendo no. is just playing every Nintendo game straight through, like for the rest of existence. What do you think Ryan has? What, like, like on dozens tw- on of Twitch hours or something? Of free yeah. time every day. Of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Yeah, you want to review every game. Didn't you give Gremlins 2 a 7.5? The hell? Actually, Ryan, you should do, start a channel where you just, review, dumb. you just review ROM hacks like fucking Wheelchair, <laughs> wheelchair Mario. Mario. Yeah. It's funny. I think Mary Kondo would make you throw out Wheelchair Mario. Yeah. Is that a game? If she went it's a ROM, ROM hack. hack? Yeah. Is that a ROM hack? I can review Super Mario Land. That's basically a ROM hack. No, it's not. Super Mario Land? Yeah. That game's garbage. It's not a ROM hack. It feels like a Mario ROM. It's a very early Game Boy game. Super Mario Brothers Two is a ROM hack. Super Mario Brothers Two is kind of a ROM hack. That is kind of a ROM hack. No, it's called World Class Track Meet is a ROM hack. What's the ROM hack? No, it was called Stadium Events. That's right. That's right. You know, it's funny. This this is how excited he is. This thing I have been doing, like I. One thing you should be careful of if you're doing the Marie Kondo thing is really do think about what you get rid of. Because I got rid of some things. Don't think about it. Just throw everything no, out at I once. Got, I got in a fit of depression a few years ago and got rid of some things that I really miss now that I wish I hadn't. Yeah, what? Because I got rid of them for the wrong reasons. Um, a lot of my books mm. uh, in particular. Books you know you're I, only supposed to have 30. No, that's not what she said. 28 she said because she, two are hers. She said she only keeps 30. And she didn't say... You had to do what she does. Yeah. Or are you doing that wrong? Right? That's not what she said. (laughs) Um, 
but the uh, but for me, some of my books. What if our translator was doing it wrong? But one of the things I had to get rid of when I moved out here, I've said this before. I sold my game collection. I had right. a pretty nice game collection. Yeah, that before sucks. I came out here. I sold it to fund the trip. I, did, so this, I, I did the same thing. I'm rebuilding my collection like one game at a time, and I've started just. Like I'm streaming those mm-hmm. just for fun, and not like a full stream of the game. Just like, ah, oh, here's why I care about this. <laughs> yeah, and that's been kind of fun. Here's like, Roadrunner kind of, by Tango. So yeah, I call it recollection, and I've just been like one piece at a time putting it back together. Oh, like, I love that. I'm finding some joy from that. Yeah, that's like, really cool. It's been it's been a lot of so fun. So it brings so you joy. Yeah, it does. Marie Kondo would approve. Gives mm-hmm. me an excuse to play gimmick and joy fight, you know, and it's, yeah. it's never a bad place to be. No, that, that's awesome. I think it's a it's it's cool to like revisit shit uh, like that. Mighty Bomb Jack. No. Nobody needs to revisit Mighty Bomb Jack. That's ever. not a good game. And no, although the game bump are, and jump. I, I fuck you. I, <laughs> bump and jump. I knew it. Bump I and jump it. was the first <laughs> non-pack-in game I owned. No kidding. Yeah, what? the NES yeah. port's pretty good too. Oh my god, it was so much fun. I like bump and jump. It's a fun game. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You, do you not enjoy it, Ryan? It's okay. Oh my god. Oh, fuck man. you. Bump and jump rules. Yeah, it's oh, a great rad game. racer. Rad Racer yeah. is less good than Bump and Jump. Bump and Jump was way better. Yeah, Bump and Jump has a mechanic. Did you play the uh, the remake of Excite Bike they did on Wii that had the online multiplayer? No. Uh, so that had they stole like a mechanic from Bump and Jump. It plays just like regular Excite Bike, except you could play online multiplayer, save your tracks, share your tracks, and they added a thing where if you landed on the other person's motorcycle, you could jump again. Uh, no, but it recharged your it recharged your your, jump uh, meter. your, your uh, turbo, turbo meter. Just nice. like running over a stripe was. Yeah. It was a great mechanic. It was so so wonderful. It was the sequel to Excite Bike we never got but should have. That's true. Well, what about Excite Truck? Well, and Excite Bot. Excite, yeah. And versus Excite. What about Excite Planes? Uh, is there Excite Planes? Yeah. That's not real. Yeah, Excite Copters? That's not real either. Excite Boat? No. No. Scott. God damn, I forgot about it. Except Scott, you don't you don't play video games anymore. No. But I wanted to play a game with you. Okay. Which is not a video game, but okay. it's a game about video games. Okay. Or I'm going to tell you about an upcoming video game. Okay. That you almost certainly know nothing about. Absolutely. Dark Souls. And <laughs> not upcoming. And the you're gonna, Dark Souls of video games. And you're gonna tell me what it's about. Okay. Okay. Uh, Genesis Alpha One. Coming January twenty ninth. Genesis Alpha One. It's about a hedgehog. Okay. First of all, in my time in the games industry, I know that title is a JRPG for sure. Because they all had titles like Wise 16, Journey to Sunscroll 7, Elder King Gods. <laughs> with, with some colons thrown in random yeah, places. Yeah, totally. Uh, what is it? Genesis Alpha 3? Alpha 1. Genesis Alpha 1. It's a story about a young young farmer mm-hmm. uh, in... in uh, a fake town and he has to go on a quest with his friends to save a princess and prove that he's a worthy warrior wow so it's star wars you're actually really not close at all oh damn uh genesis alpha one is a revolutionary mix of roguelike shooter based building and survival puts you in the role of an interstellar pioneer in a near future ravaged by wars corrupt regimes and global capitalism left unchecked have resulted in natural resource over exploitation and pollution devastating the planet so so present day Earth. So yeah. Star Wars. All right, I like this game. Give me another one. <laughs> okay, you did play like, this. I like pretty this game. Pretty good. I like um, this game. Pikuniku. Pikuniku? Oh, that's a puzzle game. <laughs> <laughs> that's a puzzle game where you're an adorable kiwi and you're trying. It's like a match three, and uh, you're trying. You can also arrange the. Um, 
the things that you're trying to disappear into shapes, the larger the shape, the more points you get. But be careful because there is a versus mode where they can drop more shapes on you faster. Okay, okay? so it has something to do with meat because not Niku is meat. Pikuniku is an absurdly wonderful puzzle exploration game that ah. takes place in a strange but playful world where not yep. everything is as happy as it seems. Got it. That's okay. That's a that's yep, a good guess. Good. All right, next you one. Get, you get that one. Does it for have sure. anything to do with meat? <coughs> no, I don't think so. All the animals are made of meat. Must be a different kind. <laughs> uh, this is just makes me feel like a, an insane person reading some of these game okay. games. Um, Warbital. Warbital. Oh, that's a dating sim. <laughs> uh, Warbital. Warbital is it's actually a, a 90s electronic band. Uh, Warbital <laughs> sounds like it's an indie game. It's an indie game available on Steam. Yeah. Using that's real a good guess. using real time physics, uh, gravitational physics, mm-hmm. to uh, in a side side scrolling Metroidvania that uses elements of crafting with. Uh, Dungeon exploration with the RPG. Uh, now you're just describing everything, elements. Scott. Yeah. Ran, ran it in. You had you had some stuff there. Uh, Warbital with <laughs> with the shifting gravity on your side. Aim your cannons, blast your enemies, enjoy the fireworks. Warbital is a real time strategic artillery game in space, peppered with a heavy dose of cosmic chaos. The goal be the last civilization standing. Daily so, dose of gaming you, goodness. I got the I got the the gravity part. Like, yeah, the you main did. hook of the game. I got that. That's actually I'm really impressed about that. Uh, okay. Are you you figure out the one word, the one bullet point. Oh, I could do this with movies with you, Ryan. Ar- what? Aragami. No, I, I Aragami. Get them all. Aragami Shadow Edition. Oof. That's a ninja game. No, Aragami Shadow Edition is a VR. You have game. to make swords out of paper and then throw <laughs> will them. You, will you pipe it down, you excited little bird? <laughs> Aragami. I think. <laughs> That was very strange. Insult. I know that you know these things. I don't. I've never heard of any of these. I think origa- origami is a the uh, traditional it's a, greeting. It's a, it's a chibi. <laughs> it's a chibi JRPG uh, featuring like prepubescent girls that are really scantily clad, but also wizards, and they ride tiny animals. Oh. <laughs> Origami is an action-adventure stealth video game developed and published by Lintzworks for Linux, Microsoft, OS, X, Oh, Linux. I stopped reading after that. The game was originally titled Twin Scrolls. Did you Scrolls. say Microsoft Twin OS? Scrolls? <laughs> Not Twin Falls. No, Twin Scrolls? <laughs> twin Falls is what you guys just did in the back. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> just still in there. Big horse shit. Yeah. Twin Souls, The Path of oh. Shadows. Twin Souls, The Path of Shadows sounds like my fake Wise 3, Journey to Destiny, Enter the Sun Scroll 7. Yes. Okay, wait, there is a Yeast 3. I, I know there is. <laughs> uh, I have one more for you. Okay, and then we got to wrap. Okay. What? This is a really... Uh, Tech support, error unknown. I'm not going to do that one because there's no way I can Google it. That game <laughs> is not going to do well. Um, let's see. Our world is ended. Our world is ended? Yeah. Well, that is definitely that definitely sounds like a bargain bin uh, PlayStation Store game. One where it's like a platinum. That, that, that sounds like the kind of game where a character unironically tells you all your baser belong to us. Our world is ended is... <laughs> give, me a, give me a genre and... Uh, it's a uh, it's a it's a point and click point and click adventure um, about a teenager in in a in a house discovering 
the past <laughs> and what the world was like before the war. This okay. is remarkably accurate. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> um, Are, did you make this game? A World Has Ended is a new masterpiece of narrative visual novel storytelling. <laughs> Follow Judgment 7, a team of eccentric developers working on their latest game in augmented reality. A team of eccentric developers? They they look like teens. On a summer's day, their AR headset let them catch a glimpse of Tokyo in ruins. Could it really be the end of the world? (laughs) Nice work. Yeah. Uh, All right. This is is why I could uh, theoretically still review video games without playing them. (laughs) I think if things don't work out, you could always fake a job in the video game industry. (laughs) It's been done before. It'll be done again. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> nice work. I'm really impressed by that. Thank you. It's either like these games are really easy to guess the titles of because they're ridiculous, or I think you have a, you have a good knack for this stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, I want t- you to I, do this with me with movies next episode. I had a bunch of uh, I had a bunch of questions. I'll we'll win. read them. Jared's sitting down for another episode. We'll read them next uh, when everyone's not doing the diarrhea duke, <laughs> the twin foals. Um, that was the show. I'm Brian Altano. That was Scott Brownlee and Ryan Scott and Jared Petty. You can get more comedy yeah. at patreon.com slash the comedy button. Um, if you... No, that's patreon.com slash comedy button. Okay, maybe next time you okay. can. All right. <laughs> well, we had it for we several have, years. We might have some new stretch goals coming up soon Yeah, because we have been talking about some wackadoo ideas that we want off. We don't like to beg money for a lot, uh, but if you if you haven't kicked us a buck in a while or more, um, please head on over and do that. And do that. You can get actually dozens of Patreon-exclusive episodes uh, by joining our Patreon. You can also get movie commentaries, a whole bunch of other cool shit. Just hours and hours of nonsense like this yeah. for viewers like you. Days I'm gonna, and I'm days. not going to say anything, but there are a couple ideas that a lot of people have wanted for a while, and we may just put them up as stretch goal tier. I'm Whoa! Yeah. What? what? I know. Right innovation now. isn't that crazy um jared where can people find you oh heck i don't even know anymore okay. uh, <laughs> well you got a whole bunch of old stuff out that people can find at yeah i mean Soup. you can always you know if you want to send me money generally speaking you can find me at <laughs> patreon.com at the bank. Mm-hmm. yeah patreon.com slash jared petty or red dead radio sends you there uh i have a youtube channel god knows what it's called now it was called top lip and a jump it may still be mm-hmm. uh we'll find out just Google Jared Petty. Follow YouTube.com slash QT49-37 exclamation That sounds point. like a URL you would have. I've, I've, I've been, <laughs> been working on a rebrand. We'll see. But All yeah, right. I make a lot of stuff. And of course, uh, a lot of stuff over there at uh, Ye Old Kind of Funny. And That's right. And occasionally. Those little friends of the show. Yeah. Uh, you can find Scott stuff at YouTube.com slash Star Wars, Star Wars.com slash Star Wars, Facebook.com slash Star Wars, and Return of the Jedi.edu. It's yep. a great website. It's a great college. Uh, after that, you can go listen to the 500 episode of the geek box yep what that's 500 people that were killed falling asleep <laughs> on the wheel while listening to the geek box yeah. it's geekbox.net uh yeah i think uh i'm very proud of you ryan thank hey, you you nice did work. it from the ashes of oneup.com <laughs> yeah here uh and here's us from the ashes of GameSpy. That's right, and you can find me doing IGN stuff. I also do a show called Weird Heat with Max, uh, who is in London right now, trying to have sex with Paddington Bear. Hello, love. That's true. And uh, also, you should join our Discord server at discord.comedybutton.com. There's some folks in there. A couple Evan. hundred folks in there, because I plugged it. And you should, uh, Brian and and Max have logged in once and never come back? I was actually there all day yesterday. I oh. lurked. 
And Scott has never once touched it. What do you do? Do you type in there? Do you? I, I, I posted a picture of horse boots. That was before anyone got there. They were greeted with that, Brian. So what, what makes you better than anyone else by posting one thing once before anyone got there? Oh, nothing. I'm, you know, I, I'm in the same boat. You. What's Discord? It's a, <laughs> it's a real-time action puzzle game coming to PC. Thank you so much Discord for listening to the show. In the bathroom right now. <laughs> Watch out for the Mediterranean Hamburglers and get that diarrhea douche out of the toilet and light a candle. The comedy button would not be possible without the combined powers of its Patreon executive producers. Curtis Arushka, Luis Concato, Matt Shotroff, Paul Grabovac, and Paula Schultz. The power is yours. You can become a Patreon backer today at patreon.com slash comedy button and remember, if you have a piece of garbage, throw it in the proper receptacle instead of carrying it around in your pants pocket all day, like a real pollution pervert. Keep those stains out of your pants, and send the trash home to Mother Earth. <laughs>